very good. How are you? I just Great. Well, thanks for being early because as soon as we're both on, TalkShoe starts recording. <laughs> oh, that's how that works. Yeah, I wasn't quite, because I've never used this before, so I wanted to sort of make sure that um, the camera was on and all of those things, right? So Yes, great. You look great. So oh, thanks thank for you. thanks for joining me. Uh, for you, it's, uh, it's Six for me, it's three for you. But yeah, let's so just start with uh, with a proper introduction. Welcome to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. I'm your host, Kamaria Richmond, and I'm excited to talk to another fabulous person that I've met at the uh, Accelerate 2021 Global Summit Series. And uh, after a few of the talks, uh, they are doing what they call a, a chat roulette, where you get to connect with people for five minutes and then move on to the next. And so Nicole and I ended up chatting for about five minutes and she does something really wonderful. So Nicole Hines is the founder of or at Faded Living and she is a cannabis chef, advocate, educator, and therapy consultant. And Nicole, you launched Faded Living. It's a lifestyle brand normalizing adult cannabis through infused dinner parties, cookbooks, clothing line, podcast, and shopping experiences. And I was listening to one of your podcasts today uh, with a reverend, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then another podcast where you were talking about being like a sommelier. And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is completely, completely new. So, um, and I want to start with you the way you start with your guest. What have you been having today? <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, I, um, I picked up something called uh, Pink it was a cross between uh, pink and Bubba, I think. Anywho, needless to say, it's fantastic. So I had a lovely walk with it uh, earlier today. The sun is shining where I live. So yeah, I have I have indulged in a, a lovely cross. It's They call it an indica, but either way, it was fantastic for me. Okay. So Nicole, I was excited to talk to you because um, you know I don't know a lot about this, you know, I mean, it's you like I have a whole community and I don't know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. So how did you start before you even get into faded living? Um, because it, it seemed like maybe you, you had some health challenges. Yeah. And so just kind of share your story with us, if you don't mind. For sure. Um, when it comes to cannabis, I have been consuming her for like 25 years on and off. Um, and now that I've been a consumer that long, for me personally, like I just believe that all cannabis use is therapeutic use because when I think about all the times I used it in the past, it was for some sort of assistance to something, right? Whether I was going through a really dramatic time in my life and cannabis helped me settle down. Like I was a single mom at, you know, divorced with three young boys. It helped to settle me down. Like there's just so many things that I, I realize now that it had been therapeutic that at the time I, di I didn't really, you know, think of it in that way. It wasn't till about six years ago, though, when I had a car accident. I was working as a 
um, not working, but I owned a food business uh, when I was living in Calgary, Alberta. And uh, I had a uh, a business where I was like in, in an indoor farmer's market and, you know, I was there three, four times a week plus doing festivals. So kind of very physical. And when I had the car accident, um, I was in a lot of pain and I, at that time, didn't want to take pharmaceuticals. And uh, I live in Canada where there, even though it wasn't uh, legal for adult use yet, it was for medical. So I decided to get a, uh, medical cannabis prescription so that I could use it for pain management. And then once I became sort of a medical cannabis patient, that's when it clicked that like all the use has been therapeutic to some degree, right? So it's really all about the intention when you really think about it, because sometimes my intent once I consume is because I have pain. Other times it's because I want to get creative. Other times it's just because I want to just relax. You know what I mean? So you just kind of like set the intention. So once I became a patient, uh, it wasn't too long after that that Canada became legal, a legalized adult use country. And when I knew that that was happening, I personally wanted to get into the industry because even in Canada, we did have a war on drugs as well, where a lot of marginalized people who are black and brown and indigenous tended to, you know, really be affected by it and, and served a lot of time for it. And now all of a sudden, you know, people are making money off of it, and I wanted to make sure that I was part of it. So I moved cities, and uh, when I wanted to get into the industry, I didn't think I was going to align it with cooking at all. Um, when I had the accident, I kind of thought that was uh, a sign that cooking was no longer my thing and to move on to something else. But when I moved to different cities, the funny thing is I bumped into people from the city I used to live in and they would be like hey are you doing food hey are you doing food and then finally I just brought food back into my life and uh, there is a wonderful community uh, in the city that I live in the cannabis community and I was able to get connected with them and then although I worked for companies in the industry I also did events on the side with the culture so that's how people started to know that I cook with it and then I started to sort of do little workshops and, and that's that's how that connection to cooking and cannabis came to be. Okay, so now you started Faded Living in uh, 2020. So tell us about yeah. that, that journey. Yeah, so I was working for a cannabis company at the time and um, I, uh, you know, it's COVID and, and, you know, I was very blessed that I was working in an industry that was considered an essential service, so I didn't lose work or anything like that. But the type of work that I was doing wasn't um, really fulfilling me any, anymore. And one thing that COVID taught me is that um, life is precious and it can be taken from you. I mean, the accident also gave me that concept too that you know you can you know anything can happen essentially right so life should be meant for living and you should be doing what you're happiest doing I mean I'd at least love to leave the earth saying that I was doing exactly what I wanted to do right so that's kind of where I decided to take the journey I was able to financially do that because of course you know starting a business you're not really going to make much money but <laughs> I was in a position where I could do that and since I was in a position to do that, I did. I, I decided to uh, leave my nine to five and um, start this company, Faded Living. And it's gone through some transitions at the beginning because I was kind of learning as I go as to really what I wanted Faded Living to be. But now, um, 
like I left my nine to five uh, in November, November 9th to be exact, 2020, and have been working on it ever since. So now, you know, I see the company more as an education and events company. Events, of course, not really happening until uh, COVID stops doing COVID, right? Until we can really right. gather properly. So for the interim, it's more uh, education. Um, so I have cooking with cannabis workshops that I offer monthly, three different types. And then I collaborate with other folks in the cannabis space to offer other specialty workshops as well. And then I also have the the podcast that you took a listen to. And that whole idea is to um, show how amazing and magical, but yet normal cannabis entrepreneurs can be and how interesting, you know what I mean, what they've, they've been able to pave through this industry has been. Um, I'm really pleased to say that out of, uh, I just taped my 16th episode on Friday, and um, 14 of those have been women. So that kind of just shows like women are doing big things in the industry, and I'm really excited to see that. Um, So that is where uh, I help to facilitate conversation and kind of help normalize adult cannabis use by hearing other people in the cannabis space, right? And then the Workshops, of course, help to normalize things because I feel that people aren't afraid of food and beverages, and I teach people how to make their own oil or butter, but using very low THC, and I think that's really the the smart thing to do, really, especially for people who may never have consumed cannabis before. You know, I think that a lot of people steer away from it because they don't they just assume it's always smoking. And I personally love to smoke, but it's not for everyone and not everybody wants to line themselves with that. So I found that with food and especially since I enjoy doing it and have um, shared love through food for many years prior, I decided what what not a perfect way to, to share it through educating people. So, so yeah, I, I, I teach people how to make a low dose oil and I teach them um, how to calculate dosing and I teach them what to do if they're feeling uncomfortable, all in the comforts of their own home, thanks to online learning and thanks to Zoom <laughs> and all of those things. So that for that is, and then of course, when we can gather again, I hope to bring back infused dining experiences. I had launched, um, I've done some events with other uh, people in the cannabis space here, but then I also launched my own series called Faded Feast last February. And, you know, I would like um, rent an Airbnb for the weekend and I did a dinner one night and a brunch the next day. And, you know, people came and and the owners of the Airbnb, they loved the concept and, you know, they were ready to have me use one of their other spaces, but then COVID happened the month later. So uh, the idea now, I feel like even after COVID, I'm not sure. I mean, I think outdoor events, people are going to be feel safe with it, especially if they've been vaccinated mm-hmm. and such. But I think that um, I also one of the main things and the fun things about what I do is is offering um, sort of like private chef services where I'm coming to your home. And I don't think that um, not every I don't know how people are going to be about inviting strangers into their home yet. So I'm coming up with a concept where I would get a food trailer. So like a bowler sized food trailer and then I could drive up to your driveway and sort of cook on site and, you know, engage with you through my laptop and do all those things. So I would be there for you, but then I didn't have to actually be in your home. So 
Yeah, and I think that's what we talked about during the chat. And I was like, wow, that is such a great idea because I know um, everything is still going to be scaled back, you know, this year and possibly even next year. And and that's the thing, you know, not everyone wants to get vaccinated and, you know, and you don't want everybody in your home if they're not, they haven't received the vaccine. So I think that that's a great idea. And kind of, um, Nicole, kind of, you know, walk me through, you know, cooking with Mm -hmm. cannabis. Like, what do you use? How do you do it? I mean, the, and all of the, um, the, you know, the dinners sound great. And on your website, you know, everything looks so nice and pretty. (laughs) I love pretty things. I love a pretty plate. I'm very big on that. But you know what, I, I have, there are so, there is so much information online about how to cook with cannabis, right? Some of the information is really complicated, but what I've tried to do is try to make it as simple as possible and like just really easy to, you know, because you can sort of scale up and be as complicated as you'd like to be. There's so many methods, but I teach people uh, like some of the old school methods, right? Like, which is using a slow cooker to infuse oil, right? Most people have a slow cooker crock pot, you know, that type of thing. So I start off with a simple method and I start off with a low dose um, dried flour. So, and what does that mean? Like I, when I do the courses, I'm going to teach you how to, um, use only 3.5 grams, which is not a lot of dried cannabis. A lot of the recipes in the past call for 28 grams, a lot more, right? So this is, you know, I'm starting you off with 3.5 grams. We're only going to make one cup of, let's say, your oil, you know what I mean? Because any recipe that requires oil can be infused. So just kind of think of that type of concept, right? So um, I teach people... Um, what are some of the better oils to work with? Because essentially um, you want to have an oil that is high in saturated fats because the higher the fat content, the more that it can um, absorb the THC cannabinoids and such, right? So, and because cannabis isn't cheap, you kind of want to make sure that you're maximizing everything, you know? So uh, I recommend that people use things like coconut oil because it's really high in saturated fats. Um, If you prefer olive oil, I even recommend that you combine it with avocado oil because that kind of makes it fattier. But for like new newbie people, I actually recommend using like canola oil because it's like one of the lightest tasting oils. It's like lighter so that it won't Mm -hmm. absorb it as much. And then that's a good way to introduce. So so again, 3.5 grams, we're going to work with one cup of your oil. And before you get started, you have to heat up that dried cannabis because in its um, normal state, if you were to eat it, you wouldn't get any effects off of it. The most that you would get is like there's vitamins and nutrients and stuff like that, but you wouldn't get any sort of euphoric feeling or body sensation feeling or anything like that right so you you have to um what we call decarboxylation it's a process and you essentially put it in your oven on a tray with parchment paper at about 200 to 240 degrees fahrenheit i like to do 220 stay in the middle and then you kind of bake it for about 40 minutes once that's baked and cooled you put that into your slow cooker with your cup of oil and you keep that on warm for about three hours 
stirring every so often. And then after the three hours, you now have an oil that is low dosed that you can work with. Mm, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not very difficult. And then of course, like in the course I teach about like calculating the dosage and stuff like that. And how do you know how much THC is in a tablespoon? And I go further, but the process itself is pretty much that simple, right? You just have to make sure that you heat up your cannabis, decarb it, and get, it's like you're activating it pretty much is, is what you're doing, right? And then, you know, you use the oil of choice and use it in something that, um, I've even done it in a rice cooker. Anything that allows for like a warm or low setting is what you, you would want to work with. And I always recommend this process for newbies is because some of the other processes are not as long. You can do it in an hour or an hour and a half, but then you have to be at your stove. You have to constantly be there and you have to just, you know what I mean? Constantly be, be with it. This is something that you can walk away and come back, stir it for an hour, walk away and come back, you know? And, and so it's just much more, more simple. And a lot of people own like a crock pot or rice cooker or slow cooker and stuff like that. So it, it, it's something that they, most people have access to. I will say though, is that it does have a scent. Right. And so when you decarb it in your oven, it does have a scent. When you are going to put it in your slow cooker, it's going to have a scent. So it's something just to be aware of. There are products on the market, really wonderful products. Um, I have one of them, they're oil infusion machines. And I have one called the Levo oil machine. And it looks like a little espresso machine, very cute, very trendy. And when you use it, 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 it hardly has any smell. So, I mean, if someone starts the process and uses the old school method and realize like, hey, you know, cooking with cannabis really works for me, then I would recommend getting one of those other products because you won't get the, if the scent is an issue, you won't get much of it. So. Okay. Oh, that is so interesting. And so when you you were talking about on your podcast with one of your guests about the whole process of the different levels of education, kind of talk to us about that. I'm like, okay, I love wine. And so, yeah, I know about, you know, being a wine sommelier, but wow, one for cannabis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and I have a friend that's taking it as well. I have a few friends that have already taken the cannabis sommelier course. I'm currently in the very beginning stages of it myself. And one of, so one of the great things about it is number one, it teaches you about like the, the original, um, strains or cultivars like those original um strains that a lot of what's out there now is like a variation of it to some degree when they've grown it so you kind of understand what the roots of of the cannabis plant is you understand what it looks like so you your kit you get a little kit because now everything's virtual right so you get a little kit with a mic um uh, a microscope and it allows you to really take a very very in-depth look at the bud of a dried cannabis so you you can sort of see what everything is supposed to look like and then you're learning how to like smell it and sort of understand what each cultivar smells like and what terpenes are are in it and and that allows you to see like what would you pair it with you know if it's got myrcene heavy myrcene terpene which is you know we we relate that to mangoes let's say right you know it's like what would you combine with that right and so that's kind of you start getting a little bit more sophisticated with it so yeah it's exciting it's absolutely exciting 
That is great. And so, and Nicole, so what is it that we need to know? Because I know you said, you know, to, to, it's important to take the stigma out of using cannabis. So what is it that we need to know about the plant that makes it so beneficial for everyday life, everyday living? Yeah. So for, I mean, I'm always speaking on my own personal experience, um, Mm -hmm. always. And what I love about this plant is that, number one, it can be used in so many different ways, right? There's very few things that can be used as a topical. It can be used as edibles. I can smoke it. I can drink it. I can, you know what I mean, put it in my smoothie. Like, I can put it in my tea. I can put it in my coffee. Like, there's not a lot of um, options for us out there and something that you can literally grow yourself as well and have all that sort of um, power really to utilize it um, in so many different ways. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that, you know, if you eat cannabis, right, you know, just uh, in its very natural state, you're not going to get the effects of um, feeling high, euphoric or or any pain management or anything like that. But there's still vitamins and nutrients in it. Like I have, you know, grown a year ago and um, uh, f- I froze some of the leaves from the plant. And then I added that to like uh, smoothies later. Right. And so therefore you're not getting an, a, a, you know, a euphoric effect, but I'm still getting benefits of the plant. So for me, I love the fact that you can get so many benefits from it. I mean, we all actually have something that's called the endocannabinoid system. So we all like have that. Right. And there's not um, a lot of, there's starting to be more research on it, but because cannabis was prohibited, of course, they weren't really researching that, but we all are wired to work with cannabinoids, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's yeah. number one. And so the fact that we are, we're all kind of are made to work with cannabis, it's like, how beautiful is that? Number two, not only does it just help even when you're healthy, it helps when you have illnesses for a lot of people, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really helped people if they've had cancer, it's helped people who's had epilepsy, it's helped people with anxiety. I mean, the fact that one plant can do so many different things is magical to me, right? And it's the fact that I, and I've seen it just in my own life, like I mentioned, being able to use it for pain management, using it for anxiety, using it to find balance, using it to get creative, you know, you kind of just set that intention of whatever you'd like to do and the plant will help do that for you. And I think that that in itself is so magical, right? So that, that is, is what I'm trying to share, but I'm trying to share it in a way that people are comfortable with. And so when it comes to food and beverage, I find that people are more easy to uh, be accepting of it if it's done in like a uh, smoothie you know, or if it's done in their tea or whatever, and then they can understand it a little bit more. Um, And then over time, they can choose to do many different things with it. I mean, topicals alone, as I mentioned, that's a a really great um, option for those that are suffering with any pain, for instance, right? And, And, you know, again, they don't have to orally consume it at all and still get a lot of reprieve with just a topical. So I think that is just so phenomenal <laughs> if you ask me I just love the fact that it can yeah. be used in so many different ways and it, it, it you can even put it in a capsule let's say people who are just so conditioned to pills unfortunately that that's you know the only way that they can be connected with treatment 
it can also be placed in capsules. It can be placed in suppositories. I mean, it's just so versatile. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so versatile. <laughs> that is. And so, and so in Canada, I mean, do you all have a large community? Um, it is pretty large and based on certain cities, it's, it's a higher culture than others, I would say, but mm-hmm. it's, we've been legal since 2018 and, um, it is definitely increasing. I, I definitely see that, that, I mean, there's more dispensaries opening up in certain parts of the country and things like that. And I think over time it will, will get there. And of course I mentioned like during COVID it was deemed an essential service and, you know, there's been studies to show that there's been an increase in Canadians using cannabis for, you know, um, either edibles or even like smoking, vaping, et cetera, right? There's been an increase. So, yeah, I think over time <laughs> it will definitely Well, you know, when you look at something that, you know, you can use for so many different things, I mean, um, Definitely, I definitely see it growing, and I love the name Faded Living. Yes, because <laughs> yes. it's a lifestyle for me. I mean, I, I like I mentioned earlier, I'm a smoker. I love that way, and and I, I think it's because I was a cigarette smoker, and so I like mm-hmm. the oral sensation. That's number one of like contemplating things and and whatever. And and you know, I didn't even really touch on the fact that the plant also has your spiritual aspects of things. You know, it it actually allows you to think. And really, like, go deep into yourself, and and you know, it's used in meditation for a lot of people. Like, you know, there's just so many ways that you can connect with with the plant. But I I love the the that sort of oral sensation, and then also preparing a joint is also like therapeutic, and it's also ritualistic and stuff like that. So there's there's things that that I love about that. But I mean, I just I mean, I love to eat it, clearly. <laughs> you know, I love to eat it. I love my topicals because I also suffer from migraines and things like that. And I find that topicals, I will like rub it in my scalp and stuff when I found reprieve or rub it on my my temples, all my pressure points and stuff like that. So yeah, I just love just the versatility of it. Wow, and I'm glad that you know you mentioned that um, because even here, you know, in the U.S., I mean, a lot of people use it, you know, as as medicine. So not only just to enjoy it, but you know, as medicine, and it, yeah. it just has so many different, um, so many different properties. And so, what's I mean, what's what? Where do you see? Um, the whole faded living growing. So you have, you can come to our house and, and, and do it. (laughs) What else would you like to do with your company? So the ultimate would be to own, I'd love to own about three tiny homes and have those be turned into a Hannah Airbnb. So spaces Mm. that you could come visit, you know, there'd sort of be like a main cabin that I would reside in and I could do workshops on site, dinners on site, and just also be a vacation space. So that's really what I would love to do as a cannabis um, medical patient, cannabis enthusiast, you know, like, as you mentioned, you know, there's a, a lot of, I'm myself, I'm a medical patient, but that's why I'm like all use is therapeutic use because it, it really depends on what you need of it, right? Like if I'm mm-hmm. a cancer patient, then it's mainly going to be for that. But the idea would be like, because I live this faded life, I 
only want to travel places that I can consume freely. And the more that I talk with people in the community, the more that they feel the same, the more that they want to spend their dollars that they can consume freely. Just like I can consume glasses of wine anywhere, I -hmm. want to be able to vacation and consume my cannabis. So this is what I'd like to be able to offer to people moving forward. Oh, that is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Kudos to you. I mean, I never even thought about it that way before. But yes, but you know, being um, conscious of where you want to spend your money. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a lot of us that are like that. And we spend a lot of money on our cannabis. So we have the money, you know, and so it's just like you, you know, there's so many of us that have went places and like got things in dodgy situations and, or, or just chose not to like, because you just didn't want to get yourself in any trouble or whatever. Right. I mean, I just want to offer a safe space that people can come and relax and, and be able to consume and have it. I've been to kind of friendly Airbnbs and it was wonderful. It was wonderful to just be able to reside in a space that was very supportive of the lifestyle. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And and let's talk a, a few more minutes about um, about the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So the podcast comes out weekly every Thursdays. And uh, I'm on just a few platforms right now. I'm on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. And basically, it's really casual conversations with people that are in the cannabis space. And I called it Faded Living and Friends because a lot of the guests I'm actually friends with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's kind of how it, it kind of started. And then some of the other people I've became virtual friends. You know, we've never actually met, but we we have just been in so many, like, let's say clubhouse rooms or things like that, that you kind of just become friends. And so um, I, and and a lot of them are entrepreneurs in the space. I, I've done a few bonus episodes. And whenever I do a bonus episode, it's usually with someone who's not actually in the space, but they are a cannabis enthusiast or ally. Right. So so I've had a couple episodes where um, like I've had allies on on the show because they support the, the movement in the community. But the the idea really is to share the stories of people who have been mm-hmm. cannabis consumers, some for decades, really, you know what I mean? And show again how normal we are and how interesting we are and how, you know, we aren't the stereotypical mm-hmm. on your couch 24 seven. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, I always remind people like lazy people are cannabis consumers too right it's not like the plant made them lazy like lazy people are drinkers lazy people do drugs lazy people don't do drugs you know what I mean like let's not forget that people are there's also lazy people out there right so so uh that's the idea of of the show and 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 just to yeah just to remind people that we're we're interesting people wow I I love it and um and Nicole anything to discuss that we haven't talked about um oh one last thing I should say Mm -hmm. I do so I I do have um merchandise uh some apparel that faded living apparel that I um created and that I feel is a great way to always open up conversation because if somebody asks you what 
is this? You can be like, oh, this is a cannabis education company. And that's kind of a, a really subtle way to kind of inject um, cannabis talk into the world. So um, my website is active, but however, the shop will be active. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, in a week. Um, however, you can go on the site, fadedliving.com, and just kind of like check out what's at the shop and see if you like anything. And, you know, and then hopefully purchase <laughs> when things are good to go. But aside from that, uh, yeah, I think we've covered everything. I'm so thankful for, to be here and I'm so thankful that we got to meet in you know, these virtual streets, so to speak. Yes, I know, I like, I like what you say, the virtual streets. And Nicole, uh, where can folks find you on social media? Yeah, for sure. So one thing that I'm really, really pleased with is that I'm at Faded Living everywhere. So you can find me at Faded Living on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Pinterest. Uh, I'm all over the place. So if you just search for at Faded Living, you'll definitely find me. Yeah, I, I, I love your site. Everything is just really, it's nice and pretty. And, yeah, I like pretty things. Um, yeah. and, and the thing is, is that, you know, and it, everything looks educational. Yes, so yes. it's not just, you know, it's because it's, it's a lifestyle for me and I, and I, right. I've been so blessed by this plant and I know that it's not for everyone. And that's why I'm always introducing things that are slow and steady kind of, kind of way, mm -hmm. but um, it just has helped so many people, you know, myself included. Right. And it's like, uh, if it's something that you can actually grow yourself, I think it's important to share that mm -hmm. information. And I think knowledge is power and teaching people to be self-sufficient is important, especially that's one thing COVID taught me is self-sufficiency is important. So that's why I'm here. Absolutely. So many lessons, so many lessons for COVID. And okay, Nicole, I want to take our picture. Yes. And uh, let's see here. Make sure it's on it's not cricket. Okay, you just smile and look pretty, and I'll just take a few. Okay. I awesome. Think. Yay. Yes. Thank you so much. I got, oh, well, wait. Oh, you know what? My phone looks a little weird. There's The color is a little off. Okay, let me just try. Yeah. Um, and if it's and if it's too bad, you know, I'll I'll use another. Yeah, for sure. Another, you know, like uh, on the site. But okay, smile. But for some reason, okay, yeah, that's better. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. That's better. So thank you, Nicole Hines, for being uh -huh. on the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. So Talk to You, as I mentioned, is live and recorded. So once it uploads, I will post on social media and tag you. And then I'll probably post the pictures uh, either tonight or tomorrow. Awesome. And um, But I want to wish you much success. I'm so glad oh, we connected. Like we have, uh, what, two or three more? Uh, of the sessions, yes. Of yes. sessions. Yes. <laughs> So hopefully we can connect again on the chat. Were you on the last uh, No, you know, chat roulette? I was signed up for it and I was ready for it. And then I got um, into something else at the same time. And so that's why. And so then I saw the next one. I was like, okay, I want to be at the next one. So, yeah. Uh. 
Yeah, it's it's been really good. So thank you, Nicole. Enjoy oh, the you. rest of your evening. And I'm so thank glad that you. we are connected. And yes. maybe when we're able to travel, you know, it's yes. like now I have so many, so many friends now yes. in, in yes. Canada. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 110%. Always let me know. And I would love to do the same when we can move yes. about. So, yeah, that would be awesome. Absolutely. Well, have a wonderful day, a fabulous day. And this has been great. Thanks. Thank you All so right, much. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay. Bye.